Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, healthy family? Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Talks. I am your host, Community Manager Jordan, and I'm so excited to be here for another podcast episode. If you are new here, like I said, my name is Jordan. I am the Healthy Community Manager. And I do this about every Tuesday night. I come on live on Facebook and we record a podcast together live. We usually have some very great topics. And tonight is one that is for the books too, because end of year is coming, guys. What does that mean? That means that new year, new you, new habits, new relationships, um, especially relationships with food, Maybe a new plan, new way of eating. The sky's the limit with us and our health and wellness journey, especially when it comes to 2024. And now is the time to get started. Um, if you have not started yet in your health and wellness journey, do not wait until January 1st. Because if you start today, Tuesday, December 12th, you are going to get it in a couple of weeks ahead of time, which means that if you are consistently losing one to two pounds, just think you could be almost 10 pounds down by the new year or at least six pounds or whatnot or five pounds. And that is something to add. Remember that one holiday, one day of eating is not going to ruin your progress. We've already been through Thanksgiving. We're getting ready to go into the other holiday. We're getting ready to go into New Year. I know that New Year's, my New Year's Eve celebration is going to be with my sister-in-law and her family. And it is like a Mexican-themed dish night. So it is going to be good food. And one night out of the year for that is not going to derail me. However, tonight, I want to talk about small changes. Right now, especially with it being the beginning of December, like I said, we're December 12th. I want to talk about how we can, even if we don't want to go full force into our health and wellness journey right now, how we can just make start making small changes. Because believe it or not, small changes can make a big result in the long run. I know it's something that we don't really think about. We think we think with our weight loss journey, we need to be all in. We need to be all or nothing. I need to give it my all or it's not going to work. When in reality, there are tons of things that we can do as small steps and small changes that they're going to yield significant results in our weight loss journey and our health and wellness journey. And tonight, I want to talk about five tips that I have to understand how making these small changes will, in fact, in the long run, benefit us in the big. So tip number one tonight, guys, let's talk about, once again, mindful eating habits. How many weeks are we going that we keep talking about mindful eating, mindful eating? No matter what plan you're on, no matter if you're tracking bites, if you're tracking calories, if you're tracking carbs, anything like that, you still need to be mindful. I'm just, you know, for me, I track my net carbs. I track my, I try to be as low sugar as I can. Um, but that doesn't mean that I cannot be mindful with my choices. I have to be mindful with my choices because no matter what, Calories in, calories out, no matter which way you're eating, what type of food you're eating, it's calorie in, cal calories in, calories out. 
So mindful eating habits. The tip I have for you is to once again, slow down, slow down, wait, going for the fridge and making something and devouring it in five seconds. Quit going out to eat with family, with friends, with coworkers, and instantly scarf the food down. Um, enjoy it. Slow down. Savor each bite during your meal. Um, remember to chew our food thoroughly. Pay attention to our body's hunger and fullness cues. Sorry, if you are mowing down and you eat your sandwich in 5.5 seconds, you are going to have a hard time listening to your body's cues. You're going to have a hard time with knowing if you are full. You're going to have a hard time with knowing if you have uh, curbed that hunger that you're feeling um, because especially the types of food we eat, guys, but we're not even going to go into that right now. Just the mindful, mindfulness, slow down. I'm going to repeat myself tonight. Slow down and savor that. So think about you going to your favorite Mexican restaurant. Okay, we all have them. I have one. It's in the neighboring town over. Picture you getting invited tomorrow to go out for Mexican food. And you're like, yes, I love it, love it. What's the one thing that the restaurant normally gives you right out of the bat? They give you chips and salsa. So how many of us get that chips and salsa and we start mowing down? We start enjoying it. Um, I know I love chips and salsa. I love chips and queso. And then when we stop to actually, if you stop to actually think about it, man, you know, I just ate 10 chips. And if those chips equal so many tortilla shells, let's be real. You know, I've seen that video a lot that's like, would you eat five? Would you eat like eight tortillas in one sitting? And somebody's like, oh, no, I couldn't do that. But if you cut them up and deep fry them and serve them with salsa, could you? Like, guys, we have to think about this. And that's why slowing down, savoring it, um, savoring that salsa, savoring those chips, the spiciness, the sweetness, the crunchiness, savor it all. Um, don't just go mow down on it because at the end of the day, you're going to fill up on that and not be able to enjoy everything else. And especially with that um, example, how many of us go? They're like empty calories. We just keep eating and eating and eating. And right then and there, we've already ate a couple thousand calories in chips, salsa, and queso without even going into our meal. So remember that tip number one, slow down, slave, savor each bite, chew our food thoroughly, try to listen to our hunger cues. So why it works? Why am I telling you this? Because you're going to get increased satisfaction. Uh, mindful eating encourages us to fully experience and enjoy our meals. So with us eating mindfully, we're going to, we're going to lead ourselves into increased satisfaction and a greater sense of fulfillment from our food. Um, and with this, we are likely to not overeat. So when we are eating to be satisfied and listening and you know, really sitting down and going, all right, I'm going to get six tortilla chips and I'm going to track it and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it with my company. And then when I get my fajitas, like we're not eating all that food than the fajitas. We're actually going to be satisfied. We actually find that we can be satisfied with eating a handful of chips with our queso and with our salsa rather than eating the whole entire thing. I myself included many times have handbag a uh, tortilla, like tortilla basket myself. Going to Chili's, hello, yes. So it is going to also help us improve our di digestion. And we are going to 
love our food. We're going to savor it. We're going to enjoy each bite, like I've said. So slow down, enjoy those foods, enjoy the food you're eating, and it's going to help you. So by making that small change, instead of always going in and eating your food very, very fast, um, you are going to find that by making that small change of being like, okay, I'm going to listen to Jordan tonight. I'm going to go out. I'm going to grab that handful, which is like six tortilla chips. I'm going to savor it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to enjoy the experience I'm having with it. Um, I'm then going to have my fajitas, my steak fajitas. And I'm going to actually slow down, chew my food, enjoy it, savor the taste, not just eat it, eat it, eat it. Um, we're going to then be able to hear our hunger cue. And we're going to then, because how many of us, when we actually do this, we actually put this into an effect, we find that we actually feel a lot fuller than what we normally are. You know, I, I always joke, a lot of people always joke that you're, when your stomach shrinks, you don't eat as much. But with that, depending on what it is, you can also feel that way even if your stomach hasn't shrunk yet by losing a significant amount of weight. So slow down, eat, enjoy. You're going to get, you're going to have a long results with that. Um, yes, Linda, and bring the leftovers home. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, another tip to add to that, I've seen a lot of people do it. Um, and actually, I just did this a couple months ago when I went to Cheddar's. I got their um, Caesar salad. Their Caesar salad at Cheddar's is so huge. I was not ashamed and I went ahead and asked for a to-go box. So I asked for a small to-go box and I put half of it in my to-go box because instead of me having the full plate, the full knowing that half of the, their big Caesar salad is enough for me for one sitting and I would enjoy it, the chicken Caesar salad, I went ahead and put that in the to-go box and it was already ready to go. That way I wasn't like we get like that. We get to looking at our plate. And because a lot of us were raised with the, if it's on your plate, you need to eat it. However, we don't have to be like that because we all know that especially when you go to restaurants, eating out, the portion sizes are not just your normal portion size. It's an amazing thing to know that, I mean, just say you were doing a splurge thing and you're going to Chili's and you were getting like chicken strips with the fries and all that stuff. Um, they give you like four or six chicken strips and you can totally make a decent meal out of some of the fries, a side salad and two chicken strips. You know what I mean? Put the rest in the to-go box. Eat it the next day for lunch. Savor it. Love it. Tip number two is let's continue to be focused on hydration. So let's talk about hydration and let's talk about focusing more on hydration. So tip I have for this is to drink a glass of water before each meal. I am somebody that preaches this now, and I never did before until I finally started putting it into place. You know, I always heard, oh, drink a glass of water before you eat, or, you know, uh, drink a glass of water if you feel hungry. And I always thought, man, they were full of baloney. There ain't no way I'm not drinking a glass of water. However, I preach it to the top now that get your Stanley, get your reusable water bottle, fill that thing up, drink on it throughout the day. Because guess what? That is going to help you stay hydrated. And we know that it works because it helps regulate your appetite. Um, it's also a suppression. So, you know, with all this, it is great. If you, I have found if I am not hydrated, if I'm not staying hydrated, then I'm constantly hungry. My body craves water. My body craves hydration. And, you know, like I said, it helps me with my appetite. 
it helps me the same thing like with coffee. I am a very big advocate as well um, to drink the coffee. I have many times felt extremely hungry throughout the day and wanted a snack. Um, however, I was like, you know what? My goals, I just don't want a snack right now. Um, and I found to make me an espresso with a, like a little latte with almond milk. Um, and that right there fills me up. And that right there keeps me going. Um, I've also done this with like gum, sugar-free gum and stuff like that, uh, just as tips. Um, however, I do, I do focus on hydration. Um, so drinking water, like I said, before meals can create a sense of fullness. Um, it's going to reduce the likelihood of overeating during the meal. Um, I normally, unless I am eating out, I have made this a great point in my weight loss journey that unless I really am eating out, um, I pretty much am water only. Water or unsweet tea. Um, and I do flavor it. So I do use my water packets. Um, I do get the green apple. I get all that. And I just, you know, have decided that I really don't, the carbonation for me is great when I'm eating out because it's just something about like a diet, a crispy diet Coke when I'm eating out is just amazing. However, like at home or just cooking for myself or lunch, I normally just drinking water because it helps. And plus, let's be real. There is the real thing of thirst versus hunger. Um, sometimes our body can sing, signal thirst as hunger. You know, we we forget that. We forget that sometimes we are thirsty instead of being hungry because um, sometimes it does send that signal to the wrong place. So by consistently staying hydrated, we can prevent the unnecessary snacking prompted by dehydration. Like I said, I am the type of person that I preach this. I tell you, Hydration, hydration, hydration. Even if you are not tracking your food right now, staying hydrated is one of the best things you can do for your health and wellness journey. So number three, we have already talked about slowing down, slowing down our eating. We've talked about staying hydrated. Now let's talk about that physical activity. Let's talk about moving. Um, I am somebody that has a walking pad, loves a walking pad. It has changed my life. It has changed my wife's life. Um, especially here in Northwest Indiana right now it is like 20 degrees. It is freezing. I have a sweatshirt on. Um, and this is really not enough. And sometimes I just don't want to be outside. And especially in the wintertime, I don't want to be outside. So getting something as far as a walking pad, um, even if it's something like a gym membership that even if you only go, like I'm a big advocate. If I had a Planet Fitness here in my town, I would be a Planet Fitness, um, person. However, my gym, my gym could, it's very expensive here. And so I look at like $75 a month. And once I did my walking pad for like 200 bucks, I was like, you know what? I really am only going to the gym to walk on the treadmill. So why don't I invest that on my walking pad, which I did. And it's already been a few months and it's already paid for itself. So with this, we can add these types of bursts of physical activity throughout our day. Um, so with this, if you are somebody that you are at work right now, or you're listening to this at work, and you're like, I don't have time this evening to get my steps in. Use your 15-minute breaks. Go to the bathroom, but take the extra long way. Um, if you're walking from the parking garage or from the parking lot, park a little bit further away. Those little changes, those little steps that we do really help us in the long run. If you are on like the second or third floor of your building, of your work, go ahead and walk or go ahead and get the stairs. At my old co-working space, we had a stairwell. I was in the second floor. And it was very easy for me when I went to the bathroom to go ahead and go to the stairwell because it was right by it and do me two or three times up and down. Got that physical movement. I got that activity in it. So with that, it's going to, one, help me out with my calories and calories out. 
because I'm moving my body. I'm burning more calories. Um, now, I'm not saying eat those calories back. If me by walking 10,000 steps gives me an extra, just say 300 calories a day, I'm not saying go eat those 300 calories. What I'm telling you is, is that by moving your body and getting to moving your body and being able to expense those calories, you now are helping yourself with your weight loss mode. You're allowing yourself to go into a bigger deficit. So we all know you have to lose 3,500 calories a week to equal a pound. So if you're somebody in your health and wellness journey and in your deficit, you only are eating about 200 calories less a day. Where's the other 300 a day coming from for the 500? Um, a lot of people do this because it's able to allow them to be, I'm not saying loosely tracked, but it's able them to listen to their body. If their body is craving more things, this is a definitely good thing. Move our bodies. Move our bodies for 30 minutes a day. Move our bodies for 45 minutes a day. But making those small changes, we don't realize. Like five minutes here, five minutes there adds up. So if you're somebody that doesn't have time after work, because you're a busy mom, you're a busy with work, you're busy with your family, um, adding in those five minutes here or there will add up to 45 minutes a day. Instead of us being able to set aside 45 minutes. I've talked about this a lot. Uh, Leslie Sanson on YouTube, I adore her and I adore her YouTube videos because the walk at home literally got me to goal uh, the very first time in 2019 or the second time in 2019. Got me to goal because I was somebody that I had multiple restaurants. I moved constantly. I didn't have time in the nighttime. Um, I had two growing kids. Um, At that time, I think there were like two and four, all that stuff. So it was a very busy time for me when I got off of work to where I was able to do a 15-minute mile walk in the morning before I went to work. And then before I went to bed, I did another 15-minute mile uh, to get that 30 minutes of extra activity that I wanted instead of honing in 15 to, or 30 to 45 minutes all at one time. Because for me too, I get very bored. So if I am walking on my treadmill and I'm doing it for 30 or 45 minutes, I get very bored. I get to where I don't want to do it no more. However, if I do a 10-minute walk here, I go back to work. I do another 10-minute walk here. I go back to work, et cetera. And I get to 30 to 45 minutes from doing that. It fits throughout my day and I do not get bored. I am one of those people. I don't like walking on the treadmill. I don't even like walking outside for 45 minutes straight because there's so much other stuff I could be doing. Um, so like I said, you know, getting in those extra steps, whether it be five minutes here, five minutes there, it adds up. See what I'm talking about tonight. Those small steps, small changes become big. So if you were somebody, like I said, was getting in 15 minutes a night of your moving your body, add in five minutes in the morning, add in five minutes after lunch, add in five minutes before you get off work, already right there, you were at 15. Then you're at another 15 throughout the day. You're not at 30. Every day you're doing 30, even if it's Monday through Friday, is going to give you a much bigger change a much bigger outcome in your weight loss journey than how you were before. Number four, tip number four, real quick. I know we only have like nine more minutes left, guys. Tip number four, which I'm not even going to go over a lot, is just to continue to use your portions. Portion control. Y'all, it is... I am a big advocate. Don't feel ashamed if you need to be using salad plates instead of big dinner plates. Because I feel like those dinner plates keep getting bigger and bigger every single year. I love, we have four salad plates. I typically love having my lunch on salad plates, having my breakfast on salad plates, and even having my dinner on salad plates. There's something in my head that when I have it on a salad plate, 
and I fill it up with my protein, with my veggies. I love that I get to go in for seconds. So because I'm going in for seconds on a smaller portion, smaller plate with my portion control, I now have seconds, which tells my body, oh, I'm getting more to eat. I'm satisfied. I love this. Instead of having the huge dinner plate and filling it up with protein and veggies and going for a second, I'm now using that to lower my caloric intake. I'm managing my caloric intake. This is why it's so great to know that even on the days that you are not tracking, that you have not opened your app, that you are not tracking calories, bites, anything, period, you can still help with your caloric intake. You can still help with your calorie deficit. Um, And plus, with doing this over time, practicing our portion control is going to lead to lasting changes in our weight loss journey. So like I said, if we... I'm telling you what right now, guys. It is December 12th. If you decide for the rest of the year and you say you're like, you know what? I'm going to go back on my plan January 1st. I got it, Jordan. I got it. I want you to start focusing for the rest of the remainder of this year, the remainder of the day. I want you to start focusing on those portions. I want you to do that. You know, get yourself a smaller plate. See how that helps you with portions. Um, if you are somebody that, you know, with eggs, instead of doing four eggs, try doing two eggs and seeing how you feel, how the portion sizes is. If you need to go smaller portion, that is great. With this also, different changes with food, with caloric intake. Number one, I'm a big fan, even if I wasn't watching my carbohydrates, I'm a big fan of high fiber bread. I love, so I, so put it this way, I used to love, it was called, it was Lewis, Lewis's Bake Shop or something like that. And they had a keto bread and it was 25 calories, something like that, a slice. Um, 15, 20, 25. However, it was nine carbohydrates and eight fibers. So it was one night carb. However, eight fiber is great. However, we don't realize, and I feel like this should be a whole nother podcast episode about fiber, and maybe we will do that. Fiber helps us so much and fiber helps us stay full. So what I found is Aunt Millie's, Aunt Millie's, I love Aunt Millie's. They have a like live low carb bread, something like that. And it now has 20 carbohydrates, but it has, I think like 18 fiber. So by me able to have my avocado toast in the morning with my fried egg on it, I now I'm getting a lot of protein and a lot of fiber, which is helping me stay satiated for the remainder of my day. Now, don't get me wrong. You're somebody, spoiler alert out there, you're somebody that does not eat a lot of fiber in your diet. (laughs) Y'all, it's going to take you some days to get used to it. And that's all I'm going to say. However, please, please, please get that fiber intake up. Um, Anything like that. You know, use high fiber tortillas. Use things like that because you don't realize what fiber does for us in all the wellness journey. Um, yes, maybe I'm going to do that as a topic. We haven't really talked about fiber. Um, I think I've done a fiber podcast, but it was a long, long, long time ago. So yes. And like Lissa said, if you are increasing your fiber, increase your water. But like I said, we've already talked about water, water, hydration. And then number five, this is the last tip I'm going to give us tonight. Thank you for joining me once again for this podcast. I love getting together with everybody. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Sleep, 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 sleep. We don't realize we, especially me, I'm somebody that normally gets, I normally get about eight hours of sleep. I normally get to bed at like midnight. I get up at eight o'clock. I have a cup of coffee, get ready for work. Yes. So I normally am about an eight eight hour sleep type of person. However, 
before, a long time ago, I used to be like a five hour, five hour sleep maximum type of thing. Like who needed sleep? However, sleep is so important for our health and wellness journey. Um, we need to start establishing a consistent sleep routine, whether that's, you know, read a book before you go to bed, um, listen to a podcast. I, y'all, my wife hates it. I listen to Crime Junkie podcast every single night when I go to bed. Yeah, I fall asleep to them. I love it. I love the stories. I love true crime. I don't care if I've listened to it 25 times this year of the same one. I will still do it. It relaxes me. So with this, I'm able to, you know, recover from the day. I'm able to help with my hormones, balancing it all. You know, I'm able to, let's be real. There's some times where it's like you stay up late, you're getting hungry. You know, that's why a lot of people do intermittent fasting. However, let's work on quality sleep. Let's work on recovering from the day. We, you might have had a stressful day. It's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Get a book, get a podcast, get something to, me- to meditate, to, you know, slow your body down, go to sleep because sleep is a time for your body to repair itself, to recover itself. To, we don't realize how much our body works, especially when we're sleeping. So get those, get those sleeping hours in. Oh, yes. I also am a hard sleeper. Um, I might get eight hours a day, eight hours a night. However, you know, I am the type of person that sometimes I'll wake up at 1.30 in the morning and can't go back to sleep till two or sit there or whatnot. But our bodies know. Our bodies do know. However, sleep. We need sleep to help us in our health and wellness journey. So a tip for this with sleep is if you are somebody, try going to bed 30 minutes early. See what that does for you. If you are somebody that is so groggy when they get up in the morning, you hate getting up for work, you you hate listening to alarm clock, try just going to bed a half an hour early. Sell that works. And then if you notice, oh, let me try 45 minutes. And then next thing you know, you're up to an eight-hour sleep schedule consistently. You're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel so much better, y'all. So tips tonight on how small changes. We've talked about mindful eating. We've talked about hydrating, hydration. We've talked about moving our body. We've talked about portioning our food. And we've talked about quality sleep. With these five things, if you make any small changes in these five aspects, in these five areas of your health and wellness journey, you are going to see see long-lasting results. So like I said, incorporating these small sustainable changes into our daily routine, we can create a foundation for long-term success. No matter what, no matter what, there is the ripple effect. Um, Coaches Ashley and Monica have talked about the ripple effect. Start doing these small things. They're going to ripple down to big things. So stay consistent, be patient with your health and wellness journey and celebrate our progress along the way. Big announcement, coaches Ashley and Monica are actually taking over our Tuesday night live next week for a live broadcast of The Healthy Life. My podcast, Tuesday Talks, will still be there. I'm just going to record it privately offline. But I'm so excited that coaches Monica and Ashley are going to be doing a live version of their um, Healthy Life. And I'm so excited for it. Um, I listen to The Healthy Life all the time. And new episode just dropped today. I just uploaded it earlier today. Um, And if you haven't, kick back to all the Healthy Lives with them. They are very supportive. They, They get the topics out there and they are here to support you. And I'm so excited to be able to have them take over my spot next week for the live meeting. But it's going to be a live interactive Healthy 
life. And I'm so excited about it. So if you, you know, you have time, you're going to be here no matter what next Tuesday. It's Tuesday, December 19th at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Healthy Life normally lasts longer than 30 minutes. It might be 45 to an hour. But, you know, come ready to hear coaches Ashley and Monica. They will definitely give you what you need. So I will catch up with you guys again on the podcast next week. Just won't be live. All right, you guys, have a great evening. Great rest of your week. 